are listening to the Piano Pod, where we talk to the brightest minds in the industry about how they are bringing the piano into the 21st century. Welcome back to the Piano Pod. I am Eric Hunter. I'm Yukimi Song. I'm Clara Zhao. Welcome everybody to season two of the Piano Pod. Yay. We are very, very yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we are very happy to be back. We took a break over the summer to rest up, you know, recharge our batteries, work on our own individual projects, and to prepare for this new season. So now we have a great guest lineup for you. We're really excited to tell you about it. But first, Yukimi, how was your summer? Oh, it was great. It was a very productive summer. I mean, I took some classes and courses, and then um, I also I'm about to move. So it, it, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Moving is always a really big deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Clara? Oh wow! I you guys know I've been to Europe for the very first time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole entire month, and I was teaching at night and being a tourist during the day, and uh, you know saw all the great side. I went to Vivaldi's house where he was born and baptized, and uh, it was just beautiful and. Uh, cannot complain at all and uh, you know so our students are studying well and uh, we were able to make some podcast recordings even while I was abroad so that was really exciting that's right that's right and you, Eric? yeah as for me um, you know the summer went really quickly mm. uh, you know I spent some time with family but uh, my son was in summer school which in New York City, uh, all the kids actually got free summer school this year to make up for virtual school and missing school during the pandemic and stuff. And that was like a huge ordeal and just kind of weird. But um, but also I got some practice in and I worked on some new arrangements, uh, which actually I wanted to tell our viewers and our listeners, um, we are going to be having another recital in the fall. That's right right, following our spring recital. And this one is gonna be Broadway themed. So mm-hmm. we're gonna be playing all arrangements and transcriptions of famous Broadway songs. So I was working on a few of those. Well, I took Madeline Brucers. Uh, she was our guest last season, um, episode 13. Uh, and I took her master class. and you guys were actually the audience. And That's right. yeah, that was a really um, great series. Yeah, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so Yukimi was playing in the master class, and uh, Clara and I were in the audience. Um, and Madeline did some really transformative work, and Yukimi's playing was always beautiful, but it was really quite astonishing to watch the transformation throughout the class. Yeah. So that was a really incredible experience. Mm-hmm. Um, wanted to let everybody know that over the summer, we also made some guest appearances on other podcasts ourselves. So we were actually interviewed uh, mm-hmm. first on the podcast, All Keyed Up, hosted by Ben Capello. Uh, that was episode 38, which was released in late July. So if anybody wants to check that out, we'll put the link in the description. Right. And later, another podcast called And If Love Remains, mm-hmm. hosted by Mike Levitt and Elias Axel Patterson, an old friend of mine. So we talked about what we've been doing on the show and our own backgrounds and thoughts on piano and music and all that kind of good stuff. Pedagogy. 
right? Mm-hmm. That was a fun episode. My first yeah. day in Milano. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, right. you were that's right. yeah, logging in yeah. from yeah, Milan. That's right. so it was great. I was flying and I got there. I was doing tourism and I taught and then we came to the show. But it was yeah. so so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now we're heading into season two. And, you know, we spent some good time discussing what we wanted to do and what we learned from season one. What do we learn from season one, guys? Well, you know, um, remember last time we, us three got together on, well, except for the recital, mm-hmm. was the um, uh, 10th episode anniversary uh, episode. And right. then, uh, it was the happy hour episode. It was fun. And, but we were really making fun of ourselves. Like <laughs> we really listed the things like we've done so wrong in the, like the previous episodes. So yeah. this time I want to say we're very proud of what we've done, especially <laughs> afterward, like from number seven and on. I mean, our, I think we were more prepared and we had more strategies and um so we were able to ask so many good questions to the uh, uh the, the guests and the guests were really responsive and gave us so many uh wonderful answers and so it was uh i'm, I'm very proud of it yeah yes me yeah. too, which is, you know, and not to say that we're not proud of what came before too, but it really feels like we're kind of finding our groove now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the guests have just been wonderful. Yeah. Um, ourselves after each interview now, right? Where before we were always criticizing ourselves a little bit, and now we feel very at home, but we were recording. Which, which is not to say that we're not going to have another happy hour later and still get drunk and make fun right. of ourselves. Right, right, of course, yes. But uh, yeah, I'm a, where I am. Pl- my suggestion is to do on the 25th episode, maybe. 25th we'll episode. That sounds good. That sounds good. For the audience, maybe can give us some feedback and tell us when you would like it. That's mm-hmm. right. Absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely. So. Um, so I would say there's um, two major things that we learned from the last season. And one of them is that we want to get our guests to play more. Mm. You know, it kind of it kind of really, uh, you know, made a big impression, especially with Jim Riddle back in episode right. 12, mm-hmm. when he just started playing and demonstrating yeah. um, during the episode. And it was just so phenomenal. And it made it so much more than just an interview, mm-hmm. you know? That's right. And then we started thinking back about past guests that we had had and realized, oh my goodness, we missed such an opportunity with all these great pianists not to have them actually play during the interview. So we will be incorporating that more in future episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, In Mm -hmm. fact, in our very first episode, uh, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Right, right. um, We really took advantage there. Sure. I mean, especially, you know, we are using multiple uh, uh, medium for our podcast so it's not just the audio podcast but also we do youtube and we also live stream on multiple sources so why not right yes why don't we and we have this amazing amazing pianist as guests so mm-hmm. <laughs> and also i think one thing we want to engage our audience more with mm-hmm. is during before each episode maybe we'll have some audience interactive uh, activities, right? Mm-hmm. Guessing the pieces these uh, artists are playing. And mm-hmm. so 
we would love for you to participate in our social media pages. Yes, right. yes, definitely. More participation in the comments section. Mm -hmm. And like Claire and Yakimi mentioned, I wanted everybody to know, you know, we've been uh, noticing in our analytics that we have listeners to the audio podcast from all over the world, which is just so fantastic. And our numbers have been going up and up, which we're very, mm -hmm. very excited about. But I wanted to mention that, you know, we have a video podcast too. So right. I don't know if everybody knows about it, but we we're doing all the interviews over Zoom. We record the video and we put it up on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. And also we live stream it when the episode launches on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can see the video on any one of those four sources. And there's an additional advantage because for the audio, we usually split it up if the episode is long into two parts and release it um, over two weeks. But mm -hmm. if you watch the video, you can see the whole thing the night that it drops. Um, right. Yeah, so we hope yeah. some of you guys will check that out. Sure. Right. And then also, um, we have a favor, audience, um, that we have so far over 200 20 almost five followers on a linkedin page so mm -hmm. our goal is to make it to 500 so that we can live stream on linkedin page yes. so uh like us on linkedin as well just type in the piano pod and then uh, it will show so yeah. yes that would be excellent thank mm -hmm. you very much yeah. all right so on Instagram as well, right? And the Twitter. So mm -hmm. for audience that enjoy those platforms. That yes, there. absolutely. Yes, you can watch it on Instagram as well. It's just we can't do the live stream there because of technological limitations, but we do post the entire episode. Thank mm -hmm. you, Clara, yeah. for the reminder. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, what else do we need to talk about tonight? Overall, um, so second half of the first season, I learned we we had so many different types of guests, but I think overall theme was how that that time was. You know, people are starting to get vaccinated. You know, mm -hmm. and, uh, well, first vaccination was being available and then starting slowly being vaccinated, so people were hopeful. We're not sure yet what what will happen, you know, down the road because mm -hmm. of all the COVID variants and everything. But I think um, like this post COVID, I mean, it's just not gonna go go back a hundred percent the way we used to live, right? So right. music making, music listening, music learning has changed dramatically i think um that's the impression i got from every single person i talked to mm. we talked to and yeah. we have to really do something about it uh, we can't just do this traditional way of teaching as a teacher or performing um so that's something that i started to feel toward mm. the end of season one i don't know about you what do you think yeah totally so one thing we've been talking about between the three of us is how we've seen over the last year, you know, when we began this show, we were still relatively early on in the pandemic and everybody was still just kind of trying to find their footing. Um, but at this point, more than a year in, people have kind of, they've had their depression, right? Pandemic <laughs> depression for musicians, right. unemployment, all that stuff. And everybody has 
yeah, you know, at this point decided I'm going to find a new way. I'm going to forge a new way forward. They've decided on new projects. They've decided on new approaches. They are finding new ways to reach audiences. And so now we're getting to a really exciting time. And we've already done several interviews for season two mm -hmm. uh, with some wonderful guests that are doing very exciting things. Yeah. Um, so um, Yukini, would you like to talk about Jeffrey Beagle a little bit? Sure. So season two, the first guest is Mr. Jeffrey Beagle. Um, he is a concert pianist, uh, Steinway artist, and became a composer lately and an arranger. I mean, and then um, he contacted us um, through, I think, uh, one of the social media accounts. And um, I, we were so delighted that he would be uh, he wanted to be on our show and um so he has some really surprising facts about his life and uh how that affected him actually positively in the yeah. end and um then what happened was during the interview i mean he demonstrated a lot of pieces um i we were so so blown away the fact that he could just play you know, the one of the most difficult pieces in the world, he can just play it, you know, just like that. So quite a few, uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. A lot. yeah. I, I, I mean, know. Jeffrey Beagle is somebody that can just pull the most difficult repertoire out of a hat anytime, like probably while he's half asleep. And he did that throughout the entire time we were interviewing him. It was really incredible to watch. Mm -hmm. and, and then, I think another thing about him, if I may, I realized he was uh, the first person who have ever had a live stream, right, in the 90s. Uh, yeah. pandemic, <laughs> right? So that's like 20 years before the pandemic. Nobody even knew that could be a way of performing. And he did it. So that was really incredible to know. Yeah, yeah. first live stream classical piano recital. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then how many concerti? Mm. he's done in the past Probably I mean, all of them <laughs> I mean, wow blew yeah. my mind yeah. and he still does he still he is learning new yeah. concertos and um, work with other musicians and his work ethic is just so incredible but now he's writing them himself as well exactly and then for episode two we had min kwan Clara, would you like to talk about Dr. Kwan a little bit? Yeah, I think it was, uh, well, again, it was, we were so honored to have Dr. Kwan. Uh, she is a professor at Rocker University, and she uh, also recently, she has, uh, she's the um, founder and uh, uh, of the nonprofit organization called CME, mm -hmm. and they have these concerts for young younger musicians and also mm -hmm. older and but recently she did this um, project it's called American Beautiful and mm -hmm. it was aired on CBS and P, uh, NPR I believe mm -hmm. right and then she mm -hmm. found, uh, what was a hundred composers or mm -hmm. uh, it was at that, least 80 I think 
Right. I think yeah. yeah, around that number, I have to come back to see the exact number. And they're all new compositions and mm. uh, based on the theme, American Beautiful. And mm. uh, she pre-recorded all of them. Some of them were even like in uh, Brooklyn Cemetery, you know, some in the beautiful uh, cancer news near the ocean. Mm. And uh, so she came to the show to talk to us about uh, her project and mm. uh, also her nonprofit and her teaching. Mm. And I just realized, you know, what a, a wonderful way of being a musician, right? Mm-hmm. In especially this uh, during the pandemic, I think, uh, you know, as you guys were mentioning, mm-hmm. sometimes we are, maybe we are forced to think of new ways. Uh, mm-hmm. It had me really remember um, two, uh, you know, guests that we interviewed in, in uh, especially from last season, from season mm-hmm. one. One was uh, Mr. Frederick Chu, who mm-hmm. did the, uh, Smackdown, right? Classical, yes. classical Smackdown, yeah. That was amazing, right? Yeah. And we were yeah. all there voting and also obviously tone base, right? Mm-hmm. Where they interviewed all the wonderful artists. Mm-hmm. So I I think we were so lucky to have a Dr. Kwan on our show. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, a really beautiful person with so much generosity and wonderful philosophy of music education. Mm-hmm. Music and surprisingly, she is very forward thinking. Mm-hmm. I mean, her educational background is this really traditional, right, you know, Juilliard, Curtis, Curtis that mm-hmm. approach. However, her mind is just so forward thinking. It's just so incredible. You don't want to miss it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really a privilege to talk to her. Right. And, the and then episode. for the, yes, for the third episode, we have my old friend, Josh Massico, mm. who is a professor at Nazareth College. And fantastic pianist, went to Eastman, has degrees in both performance and pedagogy. And um, and he teaches piano, pedagogy, functional piano, um, also music therapy. And he has a textbook out on that. But we brought him on to talk about the state of the classical music industry mm-hmm. and how much it may or may not need to modernize because of this art or famous, infamous Rolling Stone article that came out last spring t- mm. that was entitled, I believe, Juilliard must modernize or it will disappear. Yeah. Right. Something like that. Yeah. So after having two Juilliard pianists <laughs> trained on the show, we brought Josh on to ask him what he thought about this. Uh, and uh, yeah. And he's a really, really smart guy, fantastic musician. And mm-hmm. very interestingly, he's from New Orleans and he grew up steeped in a very rich, diverse musical culture. So mm-hmm. although he has the classical training, he also plays in a lot of other genres. He's a singer songwriter mm-hmm. um, and he has this kind of broad perspective. Um, yeah. That- yeah, it was a very interesting interview. We were talking about, you know, we're Americans here. I, um, and how music education should it re- reflect the culture mm. and because otherwise it's not going to be so organic, right? Um, why we want to do music, why we want to learn music because music speaks to you and music should reflect, reflect our status quo or culture, you know, so I think it was a really good, uh, important conversation. Sometimes, sometimes you know, think talking about something like this makes us uncomfortable because right. we were taught one way, and we love that tradition. We love uh, that. That's why we are who we are. We are classical musicians, but 
sometimes we have to have that some uh, uncomfortable conversations in order for us to see much bigger picture and um, always thinking forward. Yeah, which is the purpose of this show, really. You know, one thing that I found in common with all our guests is everybody is always still trying to grow, still trying Mm -hmm. to learn new things and change, which I feel is like a pretty rare perspective to have outside of artists. And Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm always so inspired when we get these guests on who are like, you know, challenge everything. Don't Mm -hmm. sit still. Um, because as we can see, the world is changing, whether we move with it or not. So yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why we have this podcast to promote people who are doing new things mm. while still obviously still respecting the tradition. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's just also when we learn new pieces, for example, when we teach our students too, sometimes we have to have that constructive criticism, right? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we just keep on following, following. Everybody will sound exactly the same. So mm-hmm. that's why these things conversations are actually very important yeah right Mm -hmm. absolutely and we have to cycle the repertoire as well i mean Mm -hmm. i don't teach some of the pieces i used to teach 10 years ago because i feel like they just don't work anymore the kids don't respond to them and it can be difficult to let that go because at one time they served a very useful purpose and they're good music but Mm -hmm. you know you have to go with what works Right. All right, guys. So is there anything else we needed to cover tonight? I think we hit the big ones. Right. Well, the full recital we mentioned already, but um, we plan to do hi- hybrid in a hybrid, right? Uh, so right. a live audience at the live venue right. plus live stream. I mean, finger crossed. We don't know um, because of all the... Um, still we're in the middle of pandemic so um yeah exactly so our first recital we just streamed from our homes Mm. and then as things were opening up we thought you know let's do a a real one in a hall so we booked the hall but you know it's going to be in november and uh right now it's impossible to know what's going to happen by then so but either way it will be streamed it will be available on our podcast Mm -hmm afterwards Mm -hmm. so we have that to look forward to our broadway themed recital Mm -hmm. and uh, i also want to mention open forum which we've talked about a few times on the show before because Mm -hmm. we're about to start a new season of that too Mm -hmm. Uh, open forum is our piano teaching um, meeting monthly meeting Mm -hmm. um, which i used to do in person at my apartment for new york based piano teachers, but now it's on Zoom. And so piano teachers from anywhere can join. Yeah, um, yeah and I'm, I'm probably gonna move the time this year to try to make it um, so that more different time zones can join. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're interested in that, uh, keep an eye on our social media for news mm-hmm. about that. The first meeting will be sometime later in September, probably. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to have a specific topic to discuss per meeting or? Oh, yes. Thank you, Yukimi. So usually we have um, a different topic every month, mm-hmm. but uh, it's always open for anything people want to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's just a starting point for the conversation. And I found that when you get even just two piano teachers together, the conversation goes on for hours and can range all over. So mm-hmm. absolutely do not feel constrained by the topic if you just want to join and meet some other piano teachers and talk shop yeah 
And I right. think especially now it's a convenient that uh, a lot of teachers from other states were in mm-hmm. the past. It was just New York, right? So right. you are interested if you would like to join us. Abs- absolutely. So last spring we had a meeting where we had our New York base and then we had people calling in from Arizona and Prince Edward Island and Ottawa and all over the place. So it's really cool to get mm. people, you know, when you have teachers from different countries, they often have a different approach or different perspective. It can be really interesting to learn from them and That's compare. Right. Yeah, yeah, different yeah. students too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you will join us for one of those meetings. All right, so I think that covers everything, right? Yes, I, yeah. So. yeah, we're very excited about this new season. Yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna be a good one, guys. Do you um, follow us in all the places? Yeah. <laughs> As always, keep an eye on our socials. Yes. Um, and if you're not on the email newsletter, mm-hmm. um, you know, send us a message and we'll sign you up. You send out mm-hmm. a, just a once a month. That's all. Just so that you don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. All and right. And you will also receive the, our uh, seasonal uh, playlist. Um, Spotify playlist. That's right. uh, E-newsletter. So be sure to sign up. Yes. It usually highlights some of the artists that we've had on the show, some of their Mm -hmm. recent recordings or famous Mm -hmm. recordings. So if you need even the pieces they choose to keep with them, if they were on the island and stuck there. (laughs) So you can Mm -hmm. always find out. Oh yeah. They're desert island pieces. Yes. That's it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. One of these days, we're going to put 433 on there as a joke. Oh, exactly. <laughs> right. That's been a popular answer <laughs> for that question. Yes. Right. All right, guys. I so it. I think that's going to conclude our intro to season two. All right. Thank you guys always for tuning in. Uh, we wanted to let you know that the very first episode, which is featuring Jeffrey Beagle, will be premiering on YouTube on Tuesday, September 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, We will also be live streaming it uh, the same night on our Facebook page, Twitter, and Twitch. And we do two live streams, uh, once at 8 p.m. Eastern and once at 8 p.m. Pacific Time for the West Coasters. So hopefully you can tune into one of those. Of course, it will be available after that um, on all those platforms. And the second episode will be two weeks later, Tuesday, September 21st, also at 8 p.m. And yeah, that's the first two episodes. And then Josh Massico, third episode will be in October. All right. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review on whatever podcasting platform you use. And if you're watching us on YouTube, remember to hit the thumbs up button and be sure to subscribe to our channel. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. The links are in the description below. If you have feedback for us, please leave it in the comments below uh, or DM, DM us via social media, or you can also email us at thepianopodnyc at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. And we will see you for season two, episode one of The Piano Pod. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.